Hello everybody, welcome to this edition of The Coaching Conversation. In this series, we're looking to help business owners, business leaders see how coaching can help them and their teams be the people they want to be, achieve the things they really want to achieve in their life. We also aim it at fellow coaches. What we're really looking to do is to show them our experiences and hope that that inspires them and helps them develop their own skills and practices. I'm Graham Wiley. I've been coaching business leaders and business owners around the world for the last two decades. Nothing more to say now other than get ready, get comfortable. Here comes this edition of The Coaching Conversation. Today, I'm I'm going to tackle a very unusual subject for coaches, for executive coaches in particular, which is the subject of grief. And is it possible, is it appropriate for executive coaches to work with their clients in relation to helping them come to terms with and deal with grief in their life? Um, Many of us who've studied professionally to be coaches will have been told and taught that it's not appropriate for coaches to enter into the realm of counselling. And I don't intend to do that. That's not the point of this particular conversation. What I really want to do is to identify the various types of grief and then share examples of how I've worked with clients who've experienced that kind of grief and then move on towards the end of the conversation towards perhaps the neuroscience piece of how coaches really can help people suffering from perhaps some of the worst kinds of grief. So here we go. Let's let's talk about grief, shall we? Um, for many people, grief is effectively mourning the loss. And clearly that can be a bereavement, that can be the loss of a loved one. In business terms, that can also be the loss of something not quite shaped as a person. It could be a business, it could be a job, it could be the way things used to be. And for many people in business, the scale of change that happens to them can lead to a sense of grief, a sense of bereavement. So if an executive, a business leader has been running an organisation for a long time, and for whatever reason, whether it's a promotion or whether it's a dismissal, they, they find themselves no longer in that role. Their connections to the people, to the business, to the organisations, to its future, to, to everything that was such a large part of their life has been cut. And they will find themselves, more often than not, grieving that loss. And it is painful. It is emotional. And whilst there are all the obvious knock-on effects of lack of self-confidence and where did I go wrong and so on and so forth, the reality is that it's just part of life's rich tapestry. It's another change that you need to 
help your client manage their way through. We all know about the change curve and we know that the research of that came from bereavement and grief. And so most change curves start with denial, something happens and you say, no, that's not really what's happened. And then it dawns on you that it's real and you start to get angry and you resist the change that's coming. And then slowly over time, you'll start to accept that that change is a reality, come to terms with it and move on. And as I said at the beginning of that little bit, this research that underpins the change curve as we know it really came from work done with people who were mourning the loss of loved ones. And so if an executive is going through a significant change and that is leading to what is effectively looking back with grief, the thing to do is to help them think about that experience, take from it the good things that they've had from that experience, focus on those good things, prioritise those good things, the learnings, the uh, growth and personal development that it offered, the friendships even, and the new skill sets, everything that it gave you that you didn't have before that experience. And that experience could have lasted years, obviously. And if you get them to focus on that as their coach long enough and hard enough, they'll begin to look back on what actually happened with a more positive frame of mind, with a perhaps even a smile on their face as the things go through them, through their mind that they actually enjoyed and where they gained from it. That's not to undermine the initial shock. That's not to pretend that a bad thing hasn't happened. It's not to suggest that in any way they should minimalise the effect of what's happened because, again, in itself it will be a learning curve. But nonetheless, in order for them to recover and to recover quickly and soundly from some form of very deep-rooted change in their professional life, looking back and concentrating on the positives it gave you will undoubtedly position them for more success in the future than simply lamenting what has gone. When it comes to dealing with clients who actually suffered bereavement, the loss of a loved one, it would seem a very strange role for an executive coach to even think that they should enter into that arena and that conversation. Well, the, the, the truth is, in my experience, you don't really get the choice. You may not have set out to coach someone around grief and bereavement, but during the course of a program, something might happen. You know, if you're coaching someone for a year or so, it's more than possible that you will find that some of the people that you deal with suffer a traumatic loss during the course of that coaching program. So what do you do as a, as a coach? What do you do? Well, you, you, you can't really help with the immediate shock process. You can't, you can't really intervene in the processing of what's actually happened. But as they begin to return to work, as they begin to rebuild their lives, you can play a role within the context of, of a normal coaching 
program and you can begin to help them focus towards the future. So how do you do that? Well, real grief, deep, deep sorrow comes from love, doesn't it? It comes from losing someone that you care deeply about. Someone who has been an enormous part of your life for whatever set of reasons, a parent, a sibling, a partner. And as far as you're concerned, as, as the bereaved, the emotions that you feel are very deep, very real, very sore. And thinking about that person often re-triggers those emotions re-traumatizes you around the loss that you're experiencing and so as a coach you can help people think slightly differently about these sorts of situations once they're through the initial shock and coming to terms with the reality of the new situation you can begin to help them think about that person and the great times that they enjoyed together. You can help them to begin to look to what was great about knowing them through their life. What was it about them that made you love them? What was it about them that helped you grow? And if you can help them to learn to think about these things regularly when they think about this person, then their mind will more regularly turn to the happier thoughts, the more pleasant thoughts around those experiences of those people, than focusing on the negativity, the pain of the loss. It won't replace them, it won't pretend that they haven't gone, it won't mean there isn't a hole in their lives, the shape of that person. But it will help them. And it will help them focus on the great joy that person brought them. It will help them focus on the benefits of being in that person's life that they shared together. As I said at the beginning of the conversation, I thought I would share with you some experiences of this. First of all, I've coached a number of people whose businesses have simply failed. Often failed for reasons beyond the control of that executive, that business owner. A market's collapsed, a customer's gone broke, whatever the cause. And so not only have they lost their business, but they also feel particularly hard done to. They feel as though they've been cheated in some way. And so... In order to help them rebuild their lives, you as the executive coach can help them focus on what did they gain from being in that business to owning that business? What have they gained in knowledge, experience, contacts, understanding, technical know-how? What, what, are, what are the great pluses they've now got that they didn't have before they owned and ran that business? And if they can focus on that, more often than wallowing in the despond of, of loss. You can then move their thinking to what next? 
if I've gained all of these things from this business, what can I do with that experience? What can I do with that knowledge? What can I do with that network that's going to reposition me for the future? That's going to give me the best chance to return to success and happiness. And if you can help them do that and really coach them through to setting goals, creating a new vision, beginning to see themselves as a success, see themselves in a new light, you will have helped them through that change curve. You'll help them through that recovery phase much more effectively and much more quickly than might have otherwise happened. And I must have coached half a dozen or more people who've been in precisely that situation. As I said before, sometimes you find one of your coaching clients suffers a bereavement through the course of the coaching programme. And they may still want to carry on with the coaching programme in an attempt to keep business as usual. And I think the reality is Provided there has been a gap between the event, provided they have come to terms with the fact that this has happened, you can begin to help them to think more positively about the person that they've lost. And by doing that, by highlighting and focusing on the things that they enjoyed about that person, the things they gained from that person being in their life, you can help them start to rebalance the way they are spending their time in the present. And again, you can start to help them think about what they are going to do going forward and how that sits within the overall coaching program, the overall coaching goals that you set originally. It may mean they need revisiting and changing. It may mean they just need re-emphasising. But as the coach, you can be sympathetic, you can be supportive, you can be helpful. You don't have to be demanding and unreasonable, but you do bring real skills. You are a sounding board, you are able to listen to what they have to say, and you can play back to them the important or positive aspects of the experience of having had that person in their life. I promised, again at the beginning of this conversation, to talk about the neuroscience here. Well, the simple reality is that emotions like grief come from deepest senses of loss, deepest senses of love. Emotions that are right at the core of, of each person. And so the more you can move them to th- to recognising that you can't think your way out of grief, you can't rationalise your way out of grief. You can help them understand that they can reflect more positively on that person and replace those negative emotions with positive emotions. And the neuroscience of that is to do with neural pathways. Neural pathways, as I think most listeners will know are the way the brain interprets and responds to stimuli in the outside world so sight sounds smells tastes and so on and obviously 
all of life's experiences. And grief is clearly, bereavement is clearly one of those experiences. And so the neural pathways that we have built up is when we think about that person, we turn to love and emotion. And if they're not there and we know we've lost them forever, that quickly turns to all of the negative emotions. If we can, <clears throat> by getting them to reflect regularly in a short space of time about the positive attitudes, the positive attributes of being in that person's life and having them in your life, you will replace the old neural pathways which will take you down to the sadness and uh, negative emotions of bereavement. If you replace them with the positive images, if you replace them with the things that made you smile about that person, that will be the place that you go to first. That will be the place your mind takes you to the moment that you think about that person. In other words, you're building a new neural pathway about your thoughts about that person. It does not mean you won't be sorry they've gone. It does not mean you'll pretend it didn't happen. It means that when you think about them, you'll be thinking about them in a very balanced kind of way. You'll be concentrating very much on all of the good things that you enjoyed, as well as understanding that they're no longer with you. And there is, as I say, there's a, a neuroscience basis behind that, which sits within all sorts of change that goes on in one's life. So there you have it. How coaches can help people, executives, business leaders, who are experiencing profound grief, whether that's profound grief from a professional experience or from the loss of a loved one. There we are. That's the end of this coaching conversation and I look forward to speaking to you again in the next one. So there you have it. That was the latest edition of the Coaching Conversation. Hope it was useful. Hope it did what it was meant to do for you. If you want any more information about our coaching practice, it's at the executivemindset.co.uk. While you're there, you can book your own free session, which will give you a much deeper insight to what coaching can really do for you. If you enjoyed the session, please give us a good rating. And if you want to reach out for further information, do email me at theexecutivemindset at sagegreen.com. That's about it for this time and look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.